Hope you guys had a great Christmas. We are back with another episode. Of course, we're going to be talking about New Year's because that is actually today. So we're going to be going to a little bit of history, some facts, and some random events that have occurred on New Year's or New Year's Eve. So let's get geeky. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, John, and with me is Matt. Hey, hey, hey. And what in the world? Was that a Fat Albert introduction? Hey, hey, hey. You know, it's Fat Albert. Anyways, um, so again, what Matt was saying before about New Year's, you know, like some of the, the history behind it, the traditions, you know, some of the facts, you know, some random things. But like, you know, I want to ask you, Matt, do you think that New Year's is used as an excuse when it comes down to you know, you, as a day of partying and like celebrating that way, or is it actually meant to be like celebrating a new year in just like an, in a general sense? Well, I mean, let me go into this real quick. You know, we celebrate Easter on Easter, right? Easter Sunday, like we celebrate well, I, Easter on Easter. Well, that's, Christmas. Well, okay, but the thing is, is like at least with like certain holidays, like Christmas and stuff, it's actually a set date easter is one of those weird holidays that it's always random every it's either march well, it or is april. random but what i'm saying is like new year's day is today and i can almost guarantee you at least 85 percent of manchester right now is in hangover mode Bruh, and they're right. not celebrating new year's day they're celebrating new year's eve no, I mean, right. so the, I mean, the whole idea of like New Year's even in the United States, right? Or even where we live or everywhere else, it's like, you know, yes, it is a day. Honestly, I mean, most people will associate it as a day of drinking because you're like, well, let's forget all the past problems we had this last year. We're going to go into the new year the right way. And then you're like, wait a minute. You know, ooh, oh, God, I'm sorry. You know, you wake up and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm drunk. Like, what, what the fuck? Like, what? You know, you wake up and you're all hungover and, and you don't realize like what you did the night before. And you're like, oh, well, that was last year. Now it's this year's problem, you know. But like, I, I agree that, you know, New Year's is definitely a day of, you know, you're celebrating your, you know, you go a little probably too ham, I would say, on most occasions. It's not, you know, something that it's not like you go ham on Easter, man. You're like, oh, yeah, let me get real drunk on that day. You know, like you're this day is like meant for that. But like. It just seems like this day has been out of proportion for so many years that, you know, we use it as a day of like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm going to get really shit faced and then wake up the next day and you're like, what the fuck just happened last night? You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's more of a party, you know, social kind of aspect of it. I mean, yeah. Do people watch the ball drop or whatever? Like they're celebrating the coming of the new year, but I think like once the, once the actual new year's day, cause new year's day doesn't have an Eve, like. We have a Christmas Eve, which has been a thing in this country for forever. For a long time. And New Year's Eve has always been a thing, but it's like not really an official thing. We're celebrating kind of the, the death of one year and the birth of another year. Well, and but that, nobody's yeah. walking around New Year's Day going, woohoo, it's New Year's, yeah. They're, they're doing that like, 
Right, the night before. The night before. And like waiting until like 12, 1201, and then like, okay, I'm going to bed. Okay, yeah. good night. Yeah, good night. I'm going to bed. I saw the ball drop. <laughs> like that was it. And then of course, like, you know, they make it a big deal, like in New York and like, you know, LA and like other places like that, especially in New York, that that's like a big thing. Like, oh, I got to watch the ball drop in New York. And you're like, cool, bro. Like, okay, it's a ball dropping from 10 to 1. You know, it's whatever. I've said this for a long time. You would never catch me unless I was dead. Like like a weekend at Bernie's type situation in New York on New Year's Eve. No, no fucking way. Like, I'm just going to say, there's no fucking chance <laughs> that no I will chance. be sitting there and waiting for that damn ball to drop, especially in Times Square. There's no fucking no way. way. No way, yeah. I would rather watch it from home. Like I said, it would be a weekend in, in, in Gunther's? Weekend at Matt's? Well, I don't a, know. Weekend it, at Matt's? It would be somebody propping me up and bringing me, and I'm just, I'm dead. You know, like, they're just... Oh, oh so you were saying is I have to drag your ass to new york and then we'll watch it together <laughs> i mean so like kind of going into like the history of it you know i'm just thinking that it's one of those things of you know it was supposed to be kind of like what you just said about you know it's like like the death of one year and the rebirth of the the following year right so i mean kind of like looking at you know the roman slash you know greek mythology a little bit of like you know, I can't remember her name. I think it was Persephone, the 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 queen of the underworld. You know, kind of like the the harvest, like the the that kind of thing of like, okay, it's the the death of one thing, but like the renewal of like spring, you know, right, kind of a thing. Right. But that's just me. Yeah. So I mean, the the very early Roman calendar only had ten months and three hundred and four days, and so the the new year began at the vernal equinox. And then, so according to tradition, it was created by Romulus, and I'm not talking Star Trek here. Yeah, geek. I'm talking the founder of Rome. Um, Romulus, in the 8th century BC, that's like where the tradition was really created. And then a later king, Numa, is credited with adding the months of Januarius and Februarius. So original. Just going to say that Arius was, you know, like that. Hey. that's the part where I'm like, oh, okay, so whatever. But anyways, no, I mean, you know, looking at the, the calendar, you know, it, it again, it started to, like... It's crazy to think, yeah. like, 10 months. No, you know, and yeah, I mean, it you, is... You literally weird. add two months, and it's January and February, you know, and that's where you get the 12-month, you know, kind of cycle, and it's it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like like Roman, you know, the Roman calendar, and and studying that, like it, it's it's kind of it's interesting to me. Well, it's interesting that Julius Caesar decided to solve this problem by you know consulting with the most prominent astronomers and mathematicians of his time, and then he introduced the Julian calendar, which closely resembles the more, of course, the Gregorian calendar that we have today. Um, but what's funny is the Julian calendar is actually something, if I'm not mistaken, that um, even the Gregorian, doesn't matter if you look at both, like military will use that for like certain, um, it's kind of weird, but like when you create orders for, let's say a soldier or somebody like that, like they will use like the day or the actual day or how many days of the, like where you're at in the year to right. use that. And then like however many, let's say if that's the first order of whatever that day. They'll use that as like a as a interesting thing. It's just and it's kind of random, but like that's something that they do use, and it's still something that has been, you know, around for a long time. So I just think that you know, 
you know, looking at the calendar, I mean, you start looking at, you know, not only this calendar, but like, you know, look at the Mayan calendar. If you'll start, you know, like it, there's, it's, it's weird. I, you that know, te- the Mayan calendar is so freaking complicated. No, no, no I know. But <laughs> I, like, for me, it's like when you start looking at like different cultures and their calendars and how they, you know, represented time and days and, and right. so on and so forth. Like, you know, they're not, I would say probably far off from each other, but they're, they're interesting on how they, they represent like the days of the year, the, the time, the hours, like whatever, like it, it's, it's unique in their own right. So I just think it's interesting that they, you know, for the Romans, especially like they, they were like, okay, well, we're going to create this. And then ironically enough, like now America, right. In this case, right. will take on something that has been, you know, used by a different civilization. Well, and it's interesting too, because they, you know, Julius Caesar really went down this road of creating, you know, the Julian calendar and, and all that, because, you know, in 46 BC, they realized that the calendar that they were using fell out of sync with the sun. So it didn't quite like the days didn't quite match up with, well, you know, yeah, the sun and, and, and the cycles of, the, of, you know, well, then you start looking at, um, well, I always think of, you know, fall back, spring forward. Right. So like, you know, you're talking about like, you know, how we have to w- worry about like, what is it? Oh, daylight savings time. Right. So like that was kind of the, even though I, I mean, they, they actually, there's a law that's coming into play though, that that's not going to even be in a thing anymore. Daylight savings. It's, it's just going to be like it's done. a stupid thing anyways. No, it is a stupid thing, but I'm just saying, but it, it's kind of following this, you know, like you're saying the day out of the, you know, sinking with the sun and, and that's right. the whole thing. And then I know that, you know, our good old government made daylight savings times and that's what we do. And then part of the, I mean, most of the world was following it. If I'm not mistaken, they were following the daylight yeah. savings, and and some countries actually, for example, a little random, but totally gonna say this out of randomness, but like Iraq does not follow daylight savings time, and it's it's one of those weird countries that just nope, we're not gonna follow it, and it's basically whatever time it is, that's the time that they they set it, and that was it. But it's just you know in certain areas, it's like, does that make sense? You know, it's like you're, you're yeah, off by know. this, but the, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just yeah. the weirdness, but. And and part of the reform that that Caesar did was instituting January first as the first day of the year. So I don't, you know, I, I didn't dig too deep into this, John. Where I was, you know, I was trying to look up like what day was there first of the year because it obviously wasn't January first. No, and what was it? Was it March first or was it the the t- the Ides of March? Yeah, I don't. I no, don't. No. <laughs> okay. But he yeah. he instituted January first um, from a kind of to honor one of the gods, which was Janus. And he was the Roman god of beginnings. And he had two faces, one that allowed him to look back into the past and one forward into the future. Hmm. It's interesting how they did that. I mean, you know, because, like, I know if you look at, um, you know, a lot of the months they represent, especially in Roman mythology, they represent a lot of the Greek gods and a lot of the planets like Jupiter you know, being like Zeus and so on and so forth. So it's it's interesting how they even line up like the planets and the the Greek gods, and they you know they basically just said, hey, we're just gonna make it. Yeah. So it's Janus, it like January, like that's kind of like to honor them, and they celebrated by offering sacrifices to them, exchanging gifts with one another, decorating their homes with laurel branches, and attending raucous parties. So basically, it was basically, the early, it's like now. Exactly. Just <laughs> several thousands without, of years ago. Except without gifts, obviously. Yeah. It's like second Christmas. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. 
you know? I mean, so like, you know, I'm actually, this is interesting. So like looking at like medieval Europe, like Christian leaders temporarily replaced January 1st as the first of the year with days carrying more religious significance, such as December 25th and March 25th being the Feast of the Annunciation. We already know what December 25th is, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus' birth. Not Christmas, guys. Yes, Jesus' Jesus' birth, all right? Just saying. Um, And then Pope Gregory the 13th reestablished January 1st as New Year's Day in 1582. So the fact that they took that long (laughs) to like, you know what, we're going back to January 1st again. You're talking 46 BC to 1582. It took them that long. (laughs) <laughs> to like say, you know what, January 1st is the official day. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute, why did you all of a sudden just bring it all back? Like, I don't understand. Well, why not? No. I mean, but, you know, like I said, with, with our ancestors and stuff, I mean, were they right? I don't know. Personally, I mean, like the way we are now, I mean, now we know New Year's is the way it is, right? So we always think, okay, like New Year's Eve. Yep. It's, I've, I've either had a great year or I've had a real shit year. And then you're like, oh, I'm gonna have a like, and everyone's famous saying, "I'm gonna have a good year today," and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off right. No, you don't, because you get really drunk no, and you're ready, you're ready to get up, and you're like, yeah. "Why the hell did you're I?" You're already, <laughs> you're already starting the very first day of the year drunk off your ass, hungover. Yep. I mean, you're starting it drunk off your ass, but then when you wake up at like four o'clock in the afternoon, in the, in the <laughs> evening, actually. Yeah, that's true. You're you're already like, oh, I'm so hungover. I shouldn't have drank. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have drank. You probably should have gotten a good night, a good night's sleep, and then you can start the new year refreshed. But that's not what we do. No, John, no. that's not what we no, do. No, that's not what we do. But you know, what's funny, man, is unfortunately, I know you're going to know this more than I am. So. Y2K. Okay, so that's a big thing. Okay, I know. I don't know. Well, trust me. Trust oh, it's me. A big I, thing. I know the whole nerds thing. everywhere were freaking yes. out. No. I, okay. Listen. 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 So <laughs> I understand that if we're going to talk about age here, I understand that I was only seven when this happened. Yes, guys. Yes, I was seven, and Matt was my, my youngest was born in two thousand. Well, my my oldest was born in two thousand. That was Rachel. She's right. born in two thousand. Right. So the the point is though is like I said, I was seven. Okay, I was just a child, and Matt was. Nope, no comment. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Uh, 20, oh, 21, right? Does that sound yeah. about right? Yeah, so you were 21. Talk about, talk about drinking. Yay. <laughs> Yay. It was the day of drinking. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you want to talk about drinking. Yeah, that's true. So if you don't know, I mean, hopefully you would at least have heard about it, right? So Y2K was the what they feared as the end of the world at the time when it came to technology. So everything basically would just stop. So like the internet would stop, you know, airplanes would come crashing down. You're talking all these electronics would would fail. Your money's lost forever. Like, Like, yeah, literally it felt like it was the, it was like the Mayan calendar of 2012. Like they thought everything was just going to be gone and everything was going to die. And so like in 1999 and that, you know, 1231, 1999, everyone's like, Oh, here we go. We don't know what's going to happen. And then long and behold, the next day, like, Oh wow, nothing changed. And you're like, you're right. right. Nothing came down. So yeah. Y2K was, um, there was a programming shortcut that was expected to cause, you know, some some havoc when the year changed from 1999 to 2000. So what the computer like many program like computer programs and, and you know the the hardware that's built into them they had thought that because you know most computers used two digits for the year 
that they would not be able to go into the zero zero because it was already 99. So they would have to essentially go from two digits to four digits. And they, right. that's where the, the, the ruckus of Y2K was really a problem because they were like computers would be unable to operate with an incorrect date. And it would cause all you know computer systems across the world to just crash. You know, little side topic since I'm just thinking about this. Why was Chris Jericho called Y2K? Do you know why? Because I'm curious. I've always wondered that because that was the randomest thing that he could have ever done. And if you don't know wrestling, I'm just saying. I think it's because he debuted on. Oh, was it in 2000? Yeah. Okay, I was always wondering that. I'm like, I never understood. I, and why. I think it's not Y2K. I think it's Y2J. Oh, was it Y2? I thought it was Y2K. No, it was Y2J. Oh, it was a Y2... uh, okay, a little playoff. Okay, I thought it was Y2K. But anyways, I know it was a little off topic. But I mean, to me, like when you think of, you know, the year 2000, I mean, of course, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, we had a great, you know, 10 years of like, you know, hip hop, rap, uh, you know, rock and all this other stuff. Like, you know, we're talking some great 90s music all the way up. And, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of random, but like, you know. And you're kind of going into the 2000 era and you're like, you know, you start to look at the fashion, right? I always, I always like remember this too. And like you, you start looking at politics, economics, all these other things that come into play. It's like, you're like, wow, the nineties was interesting as a whole. But then when you go into the start of the beginning of 2000, you're like, what's going on here? You're like, you start to wonder what exactly has changed. Personally, like that's just me how I look at it because I remember certain things about, you know, a little bit about the '90s, but like, I feel like once the 2000s started to kind of come into play, it was like a, again, it was just a whole nother, like, what are we doing? Like, I, yeah. I don't know exactly how to. Something about, it. I mean, I love the '90s. Don't get me wrong. You know, the the '90s was in, in pretty awesome era. If you weren't around, I'm sorry, you missed it. You definitely did. Clearly. Um, because I, you know, maybe Y two K didn't really affect computers, but as a society as a whole, oh, it, it affected everybody. If you if you had a graph of this, the line would be trending down. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then it was. I mean, there's some great things that happened, like from 2000 to 2010, and well, actually things from 2010 to 2020. Like, was things. it was it um, was it Nostradamus that predicted the whole 2000 thing roughly? Was that his like weird prediction? I couldn't remember if that was part of the reason too or whatever. No, I think it just was a bunch of nerdy IT guys and software developers like thinking like this is going to be a real problem and really I think just overreacted to the problem. I mean, from when they discovered this might be a problem, like they did like they spent millions of dollars to make patches to kind of override the bug. And no, you know, yeah. there are a lot of people that say like, if they didn't do this, the computer systems would have been fine. I mean, would they, would they have not? Who knows? I mean, personally, I think they're, I agree. I think they were just overreacting because like, you know, when, when you have, like I said, what I, I mentioned the guy, Nostra Thomas, I mean, granted he was a famous predictionist, I guess if you want to call him like he was like, oh, I I'm predicting that, uh, you know, such and such is the end of the world's on this day. I guess what 
Most nothing of them, happened. Most of the people that do that were no, no, no. I know. And this guy was back in like the what was it, fifteen hundreds, I think, or something like that. Or uh, it was like way early on. But what I'm saying is, is like you know, you start to look at like how you know, twelve years later from two thousand, like you know, we thought the Mayan calendar. Oh, we're gonna die. We're gonna, this is the end of the world. And then they're like, oh, wait a minute, no, that wasn't really the case because the Mayans didn't know what they were talking about either. You know, so like again, I'm just saying it was like all these weird predictions yeah. that nobody knew, and it's like. Just stop, man. I'm like, if that was the because you know, I do remember in 2012 because I I graduated in 2011. Yes, okay, yes, okay, sorry. All right, this is just the way I am. So right, so I graduated in 2011, and then 2012. I'm like, well, shit. I guess I only spent one year out of high school. Let's uh, <laughs> fuck me, I guess. And then I was like, oh, oh, look at that. I, I guess I woke up the next morning and everything was fine. You know, there was no like issues. But like, you know, I get it. Where in Y2K in this case, it was like. People really didn't know, like, it was, a. I mean, it, when I say it was a thing, like, this, people were generally, like, taking their money out of banks, they were, like, you think, like, when COVID hit, like, people buying toilet paper and all the nonsense, like, jugs of, jugs and, like, baskets full of water, you know, all the, you know, doomsday prepper items that people would buy this is what Y2K was. It was the same thing. Like people went out, like bought things that they thought that if they went to a store, the stores wouldn't be working. So they can't buy anything. So I'm going to buy stuff now. I'm surprised crime and robbery and all this other stuff wasn't a thing, especially right in that moment. Oh, I'm sure it was. Well, I mean, were, I'm, were I'm, you a part of those uh, crimes and robbery, Matt, back in the day? I was out there robbing everybody. <laughs> Grandmas, you were, banks. What, robbing little kids of their candy, too, while you're at it? <laughs> you know, just like, like yeah, those I mean, kids don't need it. Come on. Come on, man. I want to have a, I want to live it up. I'm 21, baby. Come on. <laughs> um, you know, looking at um, some facts, right? So, like. Some of these are interesting. I, you're right. Because I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I, I. I just think how people and luck, I feel like people, luck, and like new beginnings, I think that's the best way to put it. I don't understand why, like, I remember, which episode was it that we did a little while ago that we were reading off like weird country traditions of, was it like... That might be the werewolves. Was it werewolves? Yeah, it was that one. Yeah, because they had all kinds of weird idiosyncrasies or something like that. They just wanted to like do weird things. And it's like, it's almost like that. I'm like looking at this and it's like, I mean, it's like weird thing. If you boil a pot of water and it doesn't boil, you might be a werewolf. It's like, no, no, no. It's probably just because it's not hot (laughs) enough. I'm like, clearly, yeah, you weirdo. I'm like, it doesn't mean that a witch (laughs) is a witch because you throw in the, you know, the lake and she doesn't come back up. I mean, clearly that's not the case. Right. So it's like, I mean, she's not drowning. She's just a witch. Yeah. She's just (laughs) a witch. It's fine. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's this weird stuff of like luck. You know, I think people it's, I don't know. I mean, let's, let's start with this first one. So like, um, the song traditionally sung on new year's, Old Lang Syne? Is that right? Am I saying that right? I think so. All right. Means, nobody, nobody knows how to read I don't that. even. Yes. It, it means times gone by. Okay. I did not know that that was a song traditionally sang. Well, it's like the. Da, 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 I don't know oh, the words. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's like you hear it every. Like when they when the ball actually drops, that's what the song that they play. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Nope. Did not know that. Or like, okay, here's a weird one. I'm going to skip. To three for a second. Lobster <laughs> and chicken are considered bad luck because lobsters can move backward 
or yeah, backwards. And See, then this is that thing right here. Could scratch in reverse, so it is thought these foods could bring a reversal of fortune. So that to me, I'm like, so it's you're saying same thing? Like, yeah, if you eat lobster or chicken, you're you, you're gonna have bad luck because they can move backwards. It's so like, well, so you're saying only on that day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I, I would say only on New Year's Eve, if like that's what you're having for say dinner. It's it's it means that you might have a reversal of fortune, meaning you'll have bad luck in the new year because that's what you're eating. Well, so I mean, Grant, I'm gonna tell you, man, I love lobster, and I'm not gonna. I mean, I guess clearly, I just I can't have it on New you, Year's. You can't have I it can't on can't because Sunday, I don't bro. I don't want to have bad luck. You know, it's just the way it is. Um, I'm gonna go to four. You can read two if you want, but. This one is so hilarious to me. In Italy, people wear red underwear on New Year's Day to bring good luck all year long. Their tradition dates back to medieval times. You know, Honestly, like that is funny to me because it's like medieval times. Did they really wear red underwear? Like, no, I'm pretty sure they were bloody. And <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it. I mean, because that's the only way you could have pretty much red underwear, unless you know you actually have red dye, which most people at that time, especially with dyes and stuff like that, you're not gonna. You'd have to be if like you were of, rich. Exactly. Like you'd have to have If you lived that. in a castle or were part of royalty, you probably had, you know, dye colored clothing. But I mean, like I, I said, if the, you were if you were a poor, you know, let's say peasant, I mean, the only way you're going to have red is if you have bloody underwear. That's the only way I could think of it. Um, so, yeah. So, two. So, black eyed peas, ham and cabbage are considered good luck if you eat them on New Year's Eve or day because it is believed that they will bring you money. So. Well, there we go. Everybody. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. So hold on. So if I hung out with the black eyed peas and I had some ham and some cabbage, are you saying that I have some good luck too? No, you have to eat the black eyed peas. So that no, if, so you're if saying, you're wait, 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 out, wait, 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 hold if on. If you hang out with them, you have to eat them. No, no, no. Okay. You're telling like, me like I, a, like if, I, if I hung out with, well, I am Fergie and the other two, I can't remember the top of my head. I have to eat them. You have and to then, eat them. And that's what and it's And then saying. I have to yeah. have ham and cabbage. Okay. It will All bring right. you money because they have money. So they'll be dead, and you can take their money. Oh, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that we're just killing celebrities now. That's great. <laughs> um, All right. So number five, we have Times Square New Year's Eve ball was first dropped in 1907. After there, were, there was a fireworks ban, the original ball weighed 700 pounds and featured 125-watt bulbs. Okay. I'll, I'm going to stop you right there. The fact that it's a... 25 watt bulbs okay 125 watt no, no no i know so like most light bulbs like 60 100 they're like 60 to like 75 if i'm yeah, taking yeah. yes the fact that they had 125 watt bulbs that basically were like <laughs> little tiny little bulbs and they weren't even like glowing at that point like i mean that's i mean it's pretty impressive 700 pounds bro oh i understand man like Bruh, like I don't want to be lifting that ball. That's just me. I don't know who who's gonna. So I'm wondering how they lifted the ball to get up there. I mean, did they, they have probably like... had to use a crane? I would think. I mean, not. They're... I mean, they could use. Unless you're calling like you know, might, might, you might have to get like, like one 10 of those dudes. Iron Man strongman competitions. Like, hey, can you put that ball up there? Right. I was gonna say yeah, like, like you take like ten dudes and just like all right, start <laughs> lifting that ball up. Um. So like okay, so oh here we go. I'm gonna jump to nine for a second. So. The first recorded New Year's celebration dates back to 4,000 years ago to Babylon when the first moon after the spring equinox marked a new year. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's some words for you right there. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean still. 
4,000 years ago, partying it up, you know, just hanging out. Oh, well, well we just got to party it up, man. You know, first New Year's ever celebrated. Um, so number number eight here, we are skipping around. Um, yeah, we are skipping. Whatever. It doesn't a- have ancient anymore. Persians gave New Year's gifts of eggs, John, which symbolized productiveness. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, that. so you're saying that if... I mean, if they're if deviled people, eggs, that'd be pretty cool, right? No, well, I guess it would be unproductive at that point. <laughs> no, but I feel like if you're if somebody's giving you eggs and you're saying, "Hey, this this means I'm trying to give you some productiveness," that means basically you're you're a lazy piece of shit and you need to start producing something. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Um, hey, John, I brought you some eggs. Yeah, fucking filthy animal. Anyways, <laughs> um, so okay, so this is why. I'm going to jump to this one. The tradition to kiss at midnight isn't a recent invention. According to old English and German folklore, the first person you came across in the new year could set the tone for the next 12 months. So what you're saying is, Matt, if I, if I hung out with you on New Year's Eve and I had to kiss you, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, we're not doing that. It, that, that re- I mean, <laughs> that could be really tricky. I mean, I, I, I do like how it says 12 months and not like nine, because that could be wrong. If like the first person you come across is a female, and then that sets the tone for your next. Well, like, oh, screw it. So basically, oh, man, what I'm, I'm just saying right now. Well, the thing is, is if I'm hanging out with you and it's twelve oh one, then if I have to barely kiss you, then that's gonna set the tone for. You can try. I'm gonna. <laughs> You're gonna punch me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna kidding. punch you right in your kisser. Oh, right in the kiss. Oh, you're right funny. In ki- right uh, in the kiss. You're so punny. You're uh, so yeah. funny. Uh, all right, number eleven to ensure a year of good luck. Firecrackers and noisemakers became tradition in order to scare away any remaining evil spirits to ensure a brand new start. So when you are not even New Year's Eve, but like maybe like January 18th and you're still hearing fireworks, just think of that one. They're just trying to scare away the evil spirits. No, no, no. Even better, Matt. September 19th. No, no, listen, listen. They're okay. trying to scare away evil spirits, no, 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 no. Sean. Okay, listen, listen. So <laughs> I'm not kidding with you, Matt. I So I live on a very interesting street. There have been a lot of times where it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It doesn't matter even what holiday or, or whatever it may be. I could you not, I could hear fireworks almost every other week. And it's been to the point where we honestly thought it's like you walk outside and only hears and it, like, it just keeps going. Or it sometimes sounds like a gunshot. And, and that's then, the game we play, right? Is right, it you, fireworks or is, is it, it a gunshot? Gun no, but it's like, you're like, dude, listen, I understand you want to play with fireworks. Granted, it's illegal inside of city limits, right? I mean, depending right. on what you're, you're at and what you're doing. Well, I mean, Nashua, Manchester, Conk, like if you were like in Londonderry, Go for it. No, no, no. Listen, if you're in the middle of fucking nowhere, then go for it. Go for it. <laughs> you know, if you're in literally, like, you're right next to the police station and you think that's a great idea, you know what? Go ahead. Go for it. See what happens. You know what you should do? You know, most people that shoot these fireworks off, you take that tube, you light it up, and you point it right at your face. <laughs> Even better. Take that M80, okay? <laughs> Put it right in hold your it, face. Hold, hold it, it. Hold it. Hold it in your hand right, hold next, it. right next to your chest. And then tell me how you're going to feel afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, okay. little interesting one. We're going to go to seven here. Um, Ooh, number seven. January is named after... Well, okay. We kind of already... Talk, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, never mind. Let's... Uh, how about six? All right. Oh, no, no. No, you did that. Never mind. I'm just kidding. Uh, you could do 11. No, I'm going to do 12. So okay. 2,000 pounds or 
907 kilograms of confetti are dropped on the crowd in Times Square at midnight. I am not cleaning that up. No, no. Well, not only that. Imagine 2,000 pounds of confetti just being dropped on you for a second. Let's just imagine that for a second. Do you realize... You, it was, it's probably going to go up your ass. Like I'm just, I'm going to, it's going to go into You're going to have confetti in places that <laughs> confetti should not be. You, exactly. Yes. It's probably going to be in your mouth and your beard and your, your, your butthole. I mean, you're going to, you're going to find it in places you're I like, where the hell did this come from? In my I mean, uh, TV for your bunghole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, confetti for your bunghole. Apparently that <laughs> you're right. Apparently confetti for your bunghole. Um, and then, yeah, I don't, I mean, those are some interesting facts. I mean, I, I don't know if. I don't, I mean, a lot of this is pretty much interesting the way it is, but traditions though. Some traditions. Yeah. I mean, so I'll go to the kind of like the middle here, but like in the United States, right. And so we've, we talked about new year's traditions, but again, like the biggest one was the New York, like I said, New York city's times square. So like that was always the famous like tradition of New Year's, and that's where a lot of right. again millions of people will come around the world just to watch the event. The fact that it takes millions of people, like, literally across the world, they don't even watching think that right. It's like what about like in London, like watching Big Ben or watching um, I don't know, like the Taj Mahal or like you know, like random places like that. No, they want to watch Times Square in New York City, even though they they don't even live there. But anyways, so the fact that they've been watching this event since 1907. Matt, we're talking literally over a hundred years they've been watching this event, but it's fine. That's what they'd like to do. And then over time, the ball itself has ballooned from a 700 pound iron and wood orb to a brightly patterned sphere, 12 feet in diameter. And the fact that it weighs nearly 12,000 pounds. Oh, that's it? Yeah. So we went from 700, 700 to 12,000 pounds. A, let's make a bigger ball. A bigger that ball weighs more. I, and first of all, again, how do you get a you ha, that one? You have to get a crane. There's no you can't tell me you can't. You're gonna need, and that's a big ass crane, man. Like you're gonna need one that's gonna go all the way to the top. I don't. Yeah, I don't I mean, get, that's the only way you're getting it on top. Of or what they or or what they do is they just hide it up there, <laughs> and they just keep it up there all year long. And it's got to be some kind of mechanism. Like there, there's got to be some mechanism that you can just put it up and do whatever you got to yeah, do. I mean, I, I do think, it, I mean, New York is, is really like one of those, you know, New York city is, is just kind of one of those iconic cities. I mean, it, I would say New York city is probably more like what we would call America's city more so when it, like when than, it comes to New York, like, well, New like Boston tradition. or San Francisco, like New York is really where I think it's like more popular than, some of those other cities that like, you know, Dallas, Texas, or no, I mean, right. Because it's a more televised event. I mean, like you look at the Macy's day parade and like for Thanksgiving like that, but that's literally in New York city. So yeah. of course they're going to have that there. But like, I agree. I mean, I can tell you that America's shithole is basically New York city <laughs> if I really wanted to go there, but I'm just saying, it's just, it's just, I don't, I think we need to, you know what we need to do, Matt, instead of celebrating the fact that we've already been doing this for like a, over a hundred plus years, I think we need to find a new place. I think we need to find somewhere or maybe start a new tradition. 
let's not keep doing the same ones over and over and over and over again for literally over a hundred years. I think we need to. Stop. I mean, not for nothing. There are bigger cities. I know. I mean, <laughs> New you look York. at let's, New York let's isn't look, really that big to right, be honest. Like look at L.A. Right or look at. Um, you don't want to do this. Well, in LA. I know. Well, no. Okay, so like, what about Texas? Why don't I mean, why you don't might we... as well just go to Oakland or Compton and. Hey, we're doing New Year's <laughs> Eve in Compton. Straight out of Compton. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. I mean, they could do it in other places or really maybe just start a new tradition. You don't have to do the ball drop. Like, you I could think, do other things, I feel like. I mean, like. we're talking since 1907, bro. So, I, I mean, what? like Doing doing something new, people are if, just If it ain't like, broken, like, don't fix it. sucks, man. Oh, what? You know how people are now. No, I understand. I mean, it's a woke movement, but it's, it's a woke all... <laughs> movement. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe they'll get offended by the fact that the ball drops and it's not, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, America, typically, like, we would watch fireworks. We sing, you know, songs welcoming the new year. Um, the practice of making resolutions, it, that one was first caught by ancient Babylonians who they would make promises in order to earn the favor of certain gods and to start the year off on the right foot. Hmm. So they would reportedly vow to pay off debts, return borrowed, you know, farm equipment, things like things in that nature, but it would be to please said gods. Well, I mean, if you look in like our society now, right? I mean, if the fact that if we follow that same kind of path of like, you know, I vow to, you know, return set of things and whatever. I mean, think about it. You know, people, people, let's say if I was like, you know what, man, hey, can I borrow like, uh, you know, 500 bucks from you? And you're oh. like, well, I mean, let's, <laughs> let's say you did and you were like, hey, okay, here you go. And I never gave it back to you. And then you're like, this motherfucker doesn't want to give me $500 back. I, and I loaned him that money and this is like, but again, in their eyes, if I was like, hey, if I did that same thing, well, now you're going to piss off the gods. You're going to do all these other things. It's not, you're going to have bad luck. You're going to, you know, all these other things. But like now it's like, you know, today's society, we're just like, eh, yeah, you know what, whatever. Like, it's not like, it's not going to be yeah. a sweat off my back. It's what it's, it's, if it happens, it happens great. If not, then it's, yeah, it's like whatever. if I borrow your lawnmower and then it just stays in my garage instead of me, like, yeah, bring, give it back. Like, yeah. Bringing it back in today's society, it's like, well, whatever. Possession is nine tenths of the law. It's in my garage. It's right. Mine. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there, there's not a problem. But like when you're talking, you know, in Babylon in ancient times, God, like they believe that gods had certain, you know, a, ability to affect your fate, and so by yeah. them, like if I borrowed, you know, farm equipment from you, back in ancient Babylon. I owe a debt to you, and there's a god that directly I don't I don't I don't know the no I the, the, I'm not I'm, I know Roman god whatever yeah but there is a a god that that person would believe in that would say like if I don't return what I've used in this new year this certain god is not going to have favor with me so I'm going to have bad crops you know I'm not going to make money to provide for my family. Like these are things that they believed in all these repercussions from not obeying like the almighty power, what their or, God yeah. was. So it's like, okay, well I've borrowed this farm equipment. I'm going to give it back to you so that I can earn favor with this God. I mean, did it work? 
Uh, probably not. But. Yeah, probably not. I mean, well, if you look at even like it's like we've been mentioning, kind of like you know back then versus now, you know, it, it just gets to a point where, you know, this is why I I truly heartily, full heartedly believe this. I mean, I, you just can't trust people anymore. There really is no, and unfortunately, there's no faith and there's no trust and there's no this and that because like. I mean, think about it, man. I mean, we're, you know, just kind of like a little off topic here, but like, you know, if you're in your home, right, or if you're, let's say, parked in the driveway, my guess is you probably lock your vehicle, right? You know, like that's my guess is like most people would be like, hey, you know, I'm going to lock my vehicle, I'm going to do all this, and I'm going to make sure that, you know, things are, you know, good to go. Like, you know, I'm I'm going to be safe in my own my own home, but the problem is is like, the moment you see somebody, let's say, let's say they're like, oh, we're just hanging out in the, the driveway or whatever, you're probably going to go click, click, mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you know, like click, yeah. click, and you're going to lock the house, you're going to do all these things, and you're like, you don't, it's the, it's the innate ability to be like, hey, you know what, I just, I can't trust somebody, because how am I going to know if they're going to come into my home and attack me, or, you know, and you have all these weird thoughts and feelings, and so, you know, in this case, you know, when you're looking at how the Babylons are or Babylonians are like, hey, you know, I need to do good and I need to be right and I need to be this way and I need to do all these things. Right. You know, nowadays we're like, and I'm sure not all, you know, Babylonians were like this. No, of I'm course sure they had the same, you know, similar struggles, obviously without social media and all that other junk, but right. they, they've had, you know, similar distrust for others. But I think when you look back then, a lot of them did have fears of what their gods that they believed in would do if they didn't like give offerings to them or didn't, you know, pray to them and and did certain things that their god that they thought their god required of them. Right. And I mean like like I said, I mean nowadays it's just, you know, we get to a point where, you know, as a society, we have a whatever society. Right we now. we do. It's yeah. the I don't care whatever um GF GFY. I mean, that's basically, I would say that's probably the best way I could describe it. It's like, we just, they don't care about you and we don't care about us. And I, I don't know. It just, it, it's a whole circle of basically BS, but I will say this, Matt, I think between the both of us, when it comes to traditions and like new year's as a whole. Okay. I can remember some interesting you know, New Year's, you know, things that I've done and, and so on and so forth. But I probably can say that we probably don't really do a whole lot regarding like, you know, if like I was to go to a party or do stuff like that. I mean, really, it's just more like, oh, hey, look, oh, it's 12. That's great. All right. Good night. You know, and I, and I go to bed and I do whatever. But yeah, I mean, I do remember, you know, with my family when I was younger, like watching, the, you know, the New York. Right you know, broadcast and watching the ball drop. But, I mean, there wasn't anything in particular that we did. Although, I think it was New Year's. My my wife could attest to this because she's the one that took care of me. But I... Oh, boy. I can't wait for this. I got stupid drunk. Really? Yeah. Like, like I mean, well, how stupid were we talking? To the point where, you know, I was... I was we were at a friend's house who was having a party, and I think this was New Year's, mm. if I'm not mistaken. And I decided to drink a whole crap ton of Washington apples. 
Oh, <laughs> and so, okay. I basically almost polished off a whole bottle of whiskey in this process. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm just going to say this, folks. Okay. Matt and I have, we've gone to a bar. We've, we've, we've done a lot of stuff together. We've even hung out. You know, we've, we've drank. We did all this stuff. I've never seen him fully intoxicated. I mean, I'm talking like piss, piss drunk to the, like another degree. So the fact that he was saying that he was that drunk to the point where he's like, you know, drinking whiskey, doing all those other shots and all this stuff. Like, I mean, I don't think I was obviously like outrageous, but well, in, in, in the process of drinking as much as I did, which I way drunk way too much that night, I, you know, Danielle is sitting next to me and I, you know, she kind of like looks at me and she's like, uh Oh, and I just kind of like look at her and literally just vomit comes all oh god yeah it was it was just not good dude the the whole night like we got a cab and i'm sitting in the cab like i remember sitting in the cab and like i'm like oh i can't i can't (laughs) like yeah i'm holding i'm holding it back like like (laughs) and i spent most of the night once once we got home like in in front of the toilet because like i literally just couldn't stop i mean i will say but I think that was like one of the only times that I was, I would say, like that drunk. That drunk. I mean, I do remember one uh, New Year's Eve, and it's always a story that people like to bring up, apparently in my family. So it was when I, I think it was, I turned 21 that year. It would have been 21, 22. Um, you know, it was weird because I was, of course, this is when I was in college and I was, you know, basically living with my mother and my brother was with me at the time. And, you know, so he had, at the time, it was his girlfriend slash now wife, my sister-in-law and whatnot. So it was like me, her, my brother, my mom, and I believe, well, my ex, well, now it's my ex-girlfriend, but girlfriend at the time. And then what was really weird, and I and I still don't understand how this ever happened, but my father was also there. Now, I know you know that both of my parents have been divorced for a long time, so it was weird to see them both on, you know, like, in the same, like, household what, and a, during a New Year's, you know, uh, right. you know, party. But the thing is, is, like, what's even weirder is that they even got married on New Year's, New Year's Eve, to be exact. And so... Ugh. I'm just saying, but anyway, so like we're, we're, we're all drinking. We're all like having a good time. We're all doing this and that. And so my parents never saw me really drink. They've this, they've never really seen me drink and, and go in a little bit more. So I was like, you know, so I was pregame and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm having a good time, you know? And then I was like, Hey, wake me up before the ball drop. Cause I was like, ah, I'll just take a nap or whatever. I'll kind of, you know, whatever. So literally, I'm sleeping. Apparently, everyone's bright idea was, you know, let's go check up on John. Okay, so everyone's looking at me, and then all of a sudden, they're like, is he breathing? What's going on? Why isn't he breathing? Now, granted, I'm good. I'm feeling great. I'm, you know, apparently, they just saw me, and they, they didn't think my, my chest was rising or anything. So I'm like, they thought I had alcohol poisoning. And I... I'm, Nope, I am just dead asleep and I'm dead to the world and I was, you know, perfectly fine. But then all of a sudden, their bright idea 
was to get a, was it a bucket of water <laughs> and just throw it right on me. Oh, man. And I, I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is your guys' <laughs> problem? And they're like, we thought you were dead. And I'm like, do I look fucking dead to you? Like, <laughs> So throwing water on you was a, was a great option? <laughs> no, but then the worst part was is then they decided, uh, my sister-in-law at the time decided to put a fucking cup and put my hand in the cup while I was laying down because, of course, you know, the whole I'm going to pee, you know. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is my hand in water? And why did you throw water on me? And they're like, oh, uh, well, you're alive. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. I'm good now, but thank you. So I got pissed and did whatever. But, um, I mean, I've done some other things like during, you know, New Year's and stuff. I think I've gone to a party or something like that. But it really hasn't been a whole lot. But I will say what's interesting now is now Jordan... Of course, the guy who was actually on our previous episode is right. getting married on uh, technically today. Well, no, sorry, New Year's Eve. Sorry, New, New Year's, Year's Eve. That was not not New Year's Eve. Sorry, yes, yesterday. My bad. So, like on New Year's Eve, is when he's going to get married. But it's going to be interesting because, like I said, now I'm going to basically when we talked about how people really get drunk, you know. So the problem is that I'm going to be shit faced. I'm going to say it right now, and yeah, it's just going to be a great time. You know, it's just, I'm just going to say it right now. Cause it, it's just, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like it was, yeah. you know, okay. but anyways, I mean, other than that, I mean, traditionally, you know, new year's to me was, you're right. I think it's just always been like a, you know, you kind of, you can gather with friends, you can hang out and you'd be like, Hey, let's celebrate guys. Let's celebrate the new year. And you're like, bro, it's literally like it's past year, but now we're just doing it again all over. And is anything going to change? I don't know. Cause now I'm interested to hear what you think about setting new year's resolutions because it's hard because I will agree that depending on the type of person you are, you know, if you're going to commit to something, it is a commitment. It's not a, you know, if you're going to take it seriously, then you need to take it seriously. Cause if you're not, then it's just like, okay, well, why am I doing a new year's resolution? Yeah, I mean, and that's really the question, like, cause I, for for years it's like for me personally if i was going to set a resolution for the new year it would be a complete waste of my time and i say that because like if i'm unwilling to do something for the past 365 days what's gonna what make makes you think i'm going to do it in another 365 days like I've in the past I've had gym memberships and granted yes do I need to work out and get some exercise probably I'm I'm a big dude like I I do but I've spent too many times paying for a yearly gym membership to only go maybe January February and maybe a couple of days of March and then the rest of the year it's like hey you can go to the gym. Uh, no. How about that? You're like, uh, I'm good. I'll, I'll sit Thanks here so. with my chips and donuts and be fine. <laughs> I'll be <Hey>. great. <laughs> no. but like, mean, that's the thing. Like, if I'm unwilling to do it, like, right yeah. now and make those changes, what makes you think in three months and four months and eight months, I'm still going to want to do that? I, I get it. I mean, like, again, like, like I kept telling you is, you know, it's the problem, and I'm going to say this, and it's, it's, a, it's actually a known fact, 
it takes 21 days to break a habit, right? So it's having that willpower. It's having that determination. It's having that mindset. It is also having that commitment to, you know, the, to having to want to get to that point. So it's hard. I'm not going to lie. You know, so everyone's like, oh, three weeks. Yep. Right. Three weeks. It takes three weeks to break a habit. So depending on what your New Year's resolutions are and things like that, that's the thing you have to think about. Like, can I make it, can I change yeah, the just, way I do things and do all that? But like I said, it's hard because it's not something that, you know, it's, it's easier, let's say, if you're doing it with, let's say, somebody else. So like if you, for example, like you think of Lent, right? right? So I think of Lent in this case. Like you, you spend 30 days, generally, a whole month of like, not doing... Like 40, work. but... Was it 40? All right, that's at 30. But the point is, is like you basically give up something that you've done for whatever, right? But it also gives you a new feeling about that. So it's like you're almost doing that, but now you're hopefully now making it a commitment, but that's the issue, right? Yeah, so I mean, I having think that. what I'm saying is like, instead of making like, oh, the next year I'm going to quit smoking. Instead of saying like, okay, you're going to wait until January 1st to do it. Like, why can't you start today right you know like why can't you if you're going to make that that resolution or whatever that commitment to say like oh i'm gonna stop doing a b and m in my life for the next year well start today start tomorrow like why would you bother waiting and that's my thing like yeah if, no, if i'm it. if i'm unwilling to spend the next three days to not do it just to wait for January 1st. Like I'm going to start at January 1st and then I'm going to go to a point where it's like now April and guess what? I'm, I'm still, still freaking doing it. Yeah, I'm still doing it. Because yeah, yeah. I made a resolution, but I have no commitment to it. All right. So I'm going to throw another random thing here. So then instead of saying a resolution, what do you think it should be called? Or what are some things that maybe could be changed so that maybe, let's say in this case, instead of, so like for me, right? Like I, I'm still going to call it a resolution whether you agree with me or not. But like for me, I want to, you know, yes, I, I will admit there is a lot of, and I'm going to say it, I'm not saying who, but I've heard plenty of comments that I've heard that they're like, you're, oh, you're a big boy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, when are you going to lose the weight? And I'm like, I'm about to be like, catch me outside. How about that? And I'll show you real quick about what, how much weight I have. But, you know, I want, like, I do, I do, I do want to lose, you know, some weight. I want to be able to feel better about myself. I want to be able to do that. And not only that, because, you know, my wife and I have agreed that, you know, we're trying to, you know, be better for, you know, our son. You know, we're trying to get to a right. point of, you know, we're feeling better about ourselves, ourselves and, you know, and so on and so forth. But like, you know, but that's also a, a lifestyle change. And so like, that's the way I, it, it, it's almost like you have to think of it like that. You have to think of it as like, instead of a resolution, it's more of a lifestyle change or like, what are things that I can do to make well, it? I mean, like I, like I said before, I think instead of making that resolution, you, you make a commitment and that's where it really changes. Like, yeah, I can make this, like, I can be resolute in saying like, I want to lose weight. Great. When? Right. And, and when are in August, in March, like when are you going to do it? And that's where the difference between being like, I'm making this resolution, big, big deal. Like, 
in New Year's, I want to be able to be better in Photoshop. Well, you know what? I have to make a commitment to be better at Photoshop. I can't just sit in front of the computer and, and hope by osmosis it <laughs> like oh it it's gets to my change. Head. Like, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like I think if you are going to say like, oh, this next year I am going to be a better person, I'm gonna quit smoking, I'm gonna lose weight. You make a commitment to do that and you you create a plan and steps and that you're going to follow to, to do it. Because if you're already unwilling to do it, making a resolution is not going to change your mind. You have to actually step into it. And it's like, why wait for the new year? You can start. I mean, you only have a couple of days. I mean, right now it's we're recording a few days beforehand, but you have a couple of days and you can make that commitment. You can make the plans. You can say, okay, if I'm getting a gym membership, I have to make plans to go get your calendar out, pick the two or three or seven days that you're going to go. Well, if it's seven days, you're going every day. So And mark it in your calendar. Set yourself reminders. Put notes around your house saying, must go to the gym. Must go to the gym. Don't say, like, you know what I mean? Like, make the Don't make excuses. Just keep doing yeah, it. Yeah. You have to just keep doing it. Making a resolution, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I can be like, John, you know, in the next year, I'm going to be more outgoing. <laughs> that's funny that's i mean funny, right that is funny but, but like, yes i can be like john i'm gonna make a a concerted effort a commitment to be more sociable wow that would be like wow okay you know what i'd i'd love to see that and i would love to see if you could try that no and i agree and i feel like if for example like if i said you know i would love to be able to join you and play video games more than however many do times. It. Do it. You know, I would love to do that, but I mean, I'm, I know realistically <laughs> right now that's impossible, but you know, if I could say, Hey, you know, if I could be like, Hey Matt, you know, every week at, you know, such and such a time, you know, let's try to, you know, let's say commit to like playing a game on this time and do all do that. It. Do it. You know, like, I, I, hey, you better stop that now, but I'm just saying like, it's the truth. I mean, you know, it's, it's having, that's why it's much easier to like, you know, commit to something with someone else, you know, because right. if you're, it's, it's also that, like, this is the part where I always think of it to myself, like, you know, especially going to the gym and things like that, you're, it's the accountability piece, right? So if you have somebody that you're willing to do it with, then they're going to, they're going to make you accountable for those actions that you set in place with your plan. And so a gym is a prime example of why it's easier to go with somebody, because if you are, let's say like-minded, right. And you're like, Hey, you know what? Well, let's meet up. We'll do our thing. But the problem is it's very hard because of people's schedules, you know, things like that, but it's, it yeah. shouldn't be like that, but it's like, unfortunately, just, like I is. said, you just have to make that commitment and make plans and it has to be like on purpose if you're expecting like oh i'm gonna eat better and i'm gonna try to exercise more it doesn't just it's not just gonna occur no you, you know have what to, i mean like it's a you're, conscious effort you're gonna be in mid-april staring down a strawberry cheesecake and then that thought's gonna go oh i was trying to lose weight as you put another piece in your mouth like you know what i mean like but that's we do these resolutions and it's like probably before April, it's, it's like already gone. And it's like, well, I guess there's always next year. <laughs> right, and you keep doing right. It's the same repeated cycle. So like, really, how do you end, you know, the, the, the excuses, the, the, 
basically the overlapping. Don't fear commitment. Right. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's it's also having. Let's say again. That's why if you're having mar- somebody else involved, and right. you know, so yeah. if you're married, it's it's very helpful because then you both can be like, all right. So what are some things that we can say? Hey, and if, if you have a friend commit? who has a gym membership that can bring you. Go find that, <laughs> go find that friend and go. Hey, take me to the gym with you. No, it's true, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, Matt, what are you trying to say? Are you saying that if I had a gym membership, you'd come uh, with me? You're like, uh, um, nope. You're like, I'd take my chips and donuts any day of the week. <laughs> if if you did and you went to the gym, yes. Right, but the problem is, is like, would I go every single time you went? Hell no. No, but the problem, so that's the thing, though. It's at least saying, hey, you know what? I'm willing to go with you, and I'm willing to see. And then, like, hopefully the goal is is that you would just kind of come more and more and more until the point right. where you'd actually be like, all right, let's keep doing this, and we'll switch it up and whatever. But it's hard because, again, the problem is for me, and you already know this, like, having a kid, go figure, it's kind of yeah, hard it, to It's tough. And people, commit. I mean, generally, I think people don't want to make commitments, which is why they make these resolutions. That's just how I feel. They don't want to make the commitment to do it, so they make the resolution to kind of make them feel good about themselves in that temporary mode. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to, you know, I want to stop smoking, and I want to, you know, lose weight, and I want to exercise. Do it. Sorry. But then by March, you're, you know, you're, you're not doing it. Come on. Yeah, right? Come on. Do it. Come on. You know, and you're 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 in mid March and it's like, what happened to that resolution? Well, that was, you know, last year. Yeah, no, I mean you're right. Like I said, like it it's really it's the commitment, it's the it's the lifestyle change, it's it's knowing that okay, if I want to be this, if I want to be in this this space, if I want to be like in this mindset all these other things like all these basically factors come into play it's like you need to realize that it is not it's also a lifetime commitment right that's a a lifetime it's not a one and done like a lot of it can be you know depending on what your goals are and like you know you can work on certain things so like i said to matt like i you know i got my goal of becoming or well i would love to be a you know, social worker, I'm getting to the point, you know, right. Cause I'm, I'm just getting yeah. out, getting my bachelor's, but like the goal is like, yes, I want to get a master's and be like, all right, I'm done. Thank God. You know? And like, you know, and then start working on that. But like, that's a goal of mine. And that's always been like that, but like you have to cast vision. Right. And exactly. And so yeah. you're, you're working on those little things that build upon those things. So like you can have those kinds of goals. You can be like, Hey, I want to be a millionaire. I'm like, well, okay, well, good, you, good luck on that. Yeah. That's good. Right. Go be a YouTuber. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it depends on where you are, but you know, like again, if Matt and I said, "Hey, you know what? We want to be rich and famous from this podcast." I'm going to be like, "We got a long way to go, my friend, because <laughs> there's a lot more to it than just keep doing what we're doing right now." I mean, you know, it would take it would take a long time, but could we do it? Yes, it then, just, yeah, potentially. It I mean, that's consistency and whatever. But you know, just a kind of an interesting story, I guess, to to end this. Oh boy, you know, there, you know, Jim Carrey, of course. Um, before he you know, really broke out with like Ace Ventura and some of the, you know, the, the bigger roles that he's had. Um, he literally was poor. And of course, I would say majority of those comedians were poor, but yes. One of the stories that he always tells is when he was, you know, a struggling actor trying to make it like he took a check. I do remember the story, but go ahead. And he wrote 
a check to himself with no date on it, just a bl- you know, a check for a million dollars with the hopes of one day cashing it. And then not too soon after that is when he landed, I think, Ace Ventura. Yeah, which, look and behold. And then he was able to cash that, you know, cash that million dollar check that he wrote to himself, which I don't know how you do that. But anyway. Kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. But he cast that vision and said, one day I'm going to have enough money where I can cash this check. Like, actually go into a bank, give them the check and say, I want to cash this. And they will hand them a million dollars. I don't know if they would really do nah, that, I, but... No, nah, at that point, um, you might as well just say withdrawal slip, but yeah. But that was the thing. Like, he, he casted a vision for himself saying, like, one day I'm going to be able to cash this. It, I don't even think it was about the check, to be honest. Right, it was just knowing Actu- that he I mean, actually get... cashing it. Yeah. It was just the fact that, like, I'm writing this check, and... I know that one day I'm going to be able to cash this. So that's the thing. I mean, like, so, and I only mention us in this case, right? So like our first intentions of even this podcast, like we just wanted to do it for fun. We, you know, we do it every week. I mean, granted, there's been a couple of times we missed it, but it's fine. But the point is, is like, you know, we try to be consistent. We try to be all these things, you know, we're, we're trying to do what we're doing. And then, you know, like I said, if down the road, whatever, if it happens, that's great. You know, but like, you know, we've even said before, like, it wasn't our intention to be like, oh, yep, we're going to become rich and famous and we're going to quit our jobs and we're going to keep doing this like we're doing right now. Like, it'd be great. I mean, sure, I'd love to get a paycheck. If I could just do this every time, sure, I'd just jump on the mic and let's do it, you know, but like, that's, I got, I got $32 for you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, but like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just saying, like, guys, it's just like, you know, we're, we're having a goal. We've, like, even when we've talked about ourselves, like, we wanted to start it you know, because it was something we're passionate about and like, we're not losing that drive, but like, you know, if we want to get there, yeah, it's taking that time. It's taking those, those steps to get to where we want to be because it doesn't just automatically happen overnight. And that's where I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I want it now. It's the instant gratification. Right. right? If you can, if you need to realize that, you know, getting to where you want to be, it's not going to just happen overnight. It's really not. And that's why I said, it's not, it's not like osmosis where, you know, if you, are sitting in the gym parking lot you're you're at the gym working out you're like not you're, you're you're not and that's kind of a silly you know metaphor if you will but no but it's true i've seen people do it it it's it's like you actually have to you know if you go to planet fitness and you just go in to use the massage chair you're not exercising <laughs> no you're actually not doing much of anything you're just sitting there in the massage chair and then you get up and leave and it's like Wow, you you literally pay ten ten bucks a month just to go do that. Just to go sit in a chair. You can you can go to the ones in the mall and and pay like three dollars. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Have I gone to the gym and sat there for a minute and then like literally step out and leave? I I'm not gonna lie. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it, and I'm not proud of it. But then like I realize afterwards, and it's like, no, I need to put in the work. I need to be able to like say I actually did something. I I want to be able to do it. And I mean. Granted, there's been times I've gone to the gym and it's like I've only done a few things and then I leave and then, you know, I try to go home and I, you know, spend some time with the family. Because the problem is, is like, you know, our mindsets is, is like when you go, let's say from work, you know, that in between time before you get home is actually very important. Because now whether if you go in the morning and you work out or if you do it in the, the middle of the day or if you do work out in the, right as you're leaving work, 
you know, it's important because like that time, because think about it, if you go from home or sorry, from work to home, in this case, let's say you work out after work. It's important because if you, because your mindset is I want to go home. Like I want to go home. I just want to relax. I don't want to do a damn thing because I've already done everything I wanted to do. So just in that same mindset of depending on what you're doing, you need to make sure that you have time to do set. Well, and that's where well. I was saying before, like if you're going to do it, make that commitment. But like, if you're going to be like, okay, well I'm going to go Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays when I, as soon as I get out of work, like I'm going to go from work to the gym, put it in your calendar, put the clothes in your car, have that mindset. Like work is almost done. Like if you have to set reminders in your phone, like both Google and Apple phones, you can do that. Yep. And it'll remind you, like, don't forget to go to the gym. And you can say, oh, GFY, I don't care. But you have to make that commitment of going like, okay, when I get out of work, I'm not going to autopilot myself and find myself in the driveway and go, eh, screw it. I'm already home. I've done that too. Oh, oh yeah. I've, I've, I've done that most of the week because I've said <laughs> that I've wanted to go to Music Mill to check out what, what they have. And then I find myself in the driveway and I go, Oh yeah, I wanted to go to Music Mill. Yeah, screw it. I'm already home. No, I I know it. it you, and unfortunately, like that's our life. Mo- I would say majority of of people is it's the autopilot. It's the we've already have a routine. We already have all these things. Yeah. We don't want to commit to change. And I think that's the lifestyle that we need to not go back into and just be like, listen, you want changes? You gotta make an effort. You gotta put the time. You gotta put in the effort. You gotta make that commitment. You gotta get that determination, the willpower, all this stuff. It doesn't, again, happen overnight. And, and that's basically the gist of, you know, these things. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to live one life. That sounds exhausting, John. It's, it's, it's exhausting. You know? Do you really think I want to change every day? Nope, I don't want to. But it is what it is, man. That sounds gotta, exhausting. But anyways, guys, I think, we, uh, I think we're good on this. But, like, you know, let us know. Like, you know, what... What are some traditions? Like, what are some things that, you know, you guys are looking forward to maybe like this coming up here? What are some things that maybe you're like, you know, I really want to do this. You know, what are, do you want to become a geek? Well, you know, you know what? That's a great thing to to wonder and maybe even do because you could just go out and go do it. You know, like. I mean, I'm, I'm not calling anybody a geek here, but if you've been listening for, you know, an hour and 10 minutes. And I'm pretty sure you're a geek. You're a geek. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you know, just saying, but we do appreciate you guys listening and supporting us and, and reaching out, you know, continue to reach out to us, send us an email, whatever you can get there from our website. You can, if you follow, you know, go to our Facebook page, but you know, if you're listening in Spotify or Apple, click that follow button. Yeah. It, let us, let us know. I mean, and then again, you know what, Matt, I, I really think for next year, you know, coming up, um, we're going to start Jeff's corner. I think that's what we should start calling it from now on. I think we should just be like, Hey, it's Jeff's corner today. And we're going to talk about what Jeff has to say. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it could, I, I, you know, real quick, just, you know, casting a little bit of vision for, for our podcast. I think I'm going to move my salty tips. Oh, onto our episodes. Interesting. Okay. I mean, because uh, one, I mean, my, my Mac, mini that i use for you know i edit these podcasts i you know i do the photoshop stuff on them and you know all kinds of other things um it takes so 
freaking long to do video editing on that thing because it's like from 2012. Well, so and it, it sounds just takes like you... forever. So I don't want to. I mean, yes, I love I love doing them on TikTok, and that's kind of the platform I think people gravitate to now. Not so much Facebook. You know, people still use Twitter for some reason, but I think I'm just going to move it to here because it's it's just easier for me to do it, and the audio editing doesn't take as much of an effort. Well, I mean, if that's what you want to do, man. Like I said, I mean, we'll figure it out. But anyways, guys, we appreciate your time. We love you guys. And But until next time, stay, stay geeky. geeky.